Hello, everybody. Welcome to Transform Aisha's podcast. And I have a new episode for you guys. And I just want to let you guys know, please get your cup of tea or anything that you want and just relax because it's going to be a little longer of an episode than usual. So here it goes. God told the Israelites that he was with them three times in chapter one, verses three to four of the book of Joshua. God commanded the Israelites to be strong and courageous four times, verses 6 through 9 and 17. In chapter 2, Joshua sent two spies to spy over the land, especially Jericho. I love that Rahab hid the spies and fought to save her family. While I do not agree with lying and being deceitful, the part that she did, in my opinion, she did something right. I believe she had faith in God, and that part was right to me. She said that she knew that God gave the Israelites the land, verses 9 through 10. Rahab had a past, but God still used her and put her in the language of Jesus Christ. Rahab strived to fight for righteousness and stepped out on faith so that her family can be saved. I want to be more like that. To do whatever I need to do in order to change, be right with God, and save others. I love how in chapters 3 to 4, the, the Israelites cross over the Jordan. I love that it said that God did this so that peoples of the earth might know the hand of the Lord is powerful. And so that you might always fear the Lord your God. Chapters 4 verses 24. I personally believe that God has done that for me and other people many times. That is why I want to trust God with everything that I have and serve God first. I also believe that things worked out because the Israelites did what Joshua commanded them. Chapter 4, verses, verse 8. I love that how even in chapter 3, God did this amazing miracle for the Israelites, but something was expected of them. Verse, chapter 3, verse 5. Joshua told the people, consecrate yourselves for tomorrow the Lord would do amazing things among you, end quote. I have to ensure that I am obeying God and living for God so that God can work in my life. I love how in Joshua 3 and 4, it is shown through the events that Joshua was the one that was chosen to lead God's people. They were able to cross the Jordan in chapter 5, I love when the man of God said that he is neither for Joshua nor his enemies, but that he came as a commander of the army of God. I love jo- Joshua's humbleness as well in verses 13 to 15. I love how in chapter 6, God let Joshua know that he delivered Jericho in his hands. Verse 2. Even with that, God expected obedience to his plan. This is what God wanted Joshua to do in order to get the land of Jericho. Verse 3. March around the city once with all the armed men. Do this for six days. Verse 4. Have seven priests carry trumpets of rams, horns, in front of the ark. On the seventh day, march around the city seven times with the priests blowing the trumpets. Verse 5. When you hear them sound a long blast on the trumpets, have the whole army give a loud shout. Then the wall of the city will collapse and the army will go, everyone straight in. End quote. 
I love how God kept His promise and Rahab and their and her family was spared. Verses seventeen through eighteen, verse twenty-five. Joshua and the Israelites only took the land because they obeyed God and trusted in His ways above their own. They completely surrendered what they thought was best and followed God's instructions. I personally would not believe using a trumpet and marching is the best way to deal with a crisis like that. I'm sorry, I'm trying not to laugh, but I can just imagine. Imagine someone says, "Hey, listen, like in order for you to win a battle, you have to have trumpets and marching." Um, but that's what they did. Um, Joshua and Israelites surrendered their thoughts, desires, ideals, and ways of doing things in order to trust and obey God first. I believe everything happened this way so that Joshua and the Israelites can see that it is the Lord who let them cross over Jordan. Just like when God had Moses and the Israelites cross over the Red Sea. Also, that God was the one that allowed them to overtake Jericho. God's mighty hand was shown in these two examples so far. This is why I have to let God lead, even though I do not understand why God is doing what He's doing. I must obey because God has a perfect plan and knows what will happen in the end. It was sad that even after all of that, the Israelites were unfaithful to God. Verse one of chapter seven. God's anger burned against Israel, verse 1, and they were punished because of it, verses 6-7, 10-13. And because of Achan's sin, it affected entire Israelites. My sins would negatively affect my relationship with God, me, and also other people. I love when God says in verse 13, Go consecrate the people. Tell them, consecrate yourselves in preparation for tomorrow, for this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says. There are devoted things among you, Israel. You cannot stand against your enemies until you remove them. End quote. I must remove sin and truly confess and repent if I want to have a mature and honest relationship with God. And as a result of Achan's sin, he was stoned to death. Verses 24 to 26. The false happiness that one can get from sin is not worth the sometimes lifetime consequences that can come from it. Nothing in this world is worth holding on to except for God. I love how in chapter 8, God leads it with him telling them not to be afraid and discouraged. God also tells them that he He delivered AI into their hands. God also reminds them of the previous success of Jericho, verse, verses 1 and 2 of chapter 8. I feel like now I can step out on faith and make leaps for God because of what God has done for me before. And also because I know that God is trustworthy and has proven to me time and time again. God was right. The people of Eli were destroyed and Eli was destroyed. Verses 24 to 27. God's word is always true no matter what the circumstances are in life. The Gibeonites deceived the Israelites. Chapter 9 verses 3 to 5 a treaty was made verses 6 to 15 and the deception was realized verses 16 to 21 they received the following curse they received the curse and was saved verses 22 to 27 even though they were saved the consequences of their sin remained verses 23 26 to 27 but the protection of them was intact as well chapter 10 verses 6 to 8 the amorites wanted to attack get the um the Gideonites because of the treaty verses 4 of chapter 10
Oh, that was a lot of verses that I just said. Um, <laughs> but God protected them. Verses 18, 8 through 14 and verse 20. I love what it says in this following verse. Verse 14. There has never been a day like this, like it before or since. A day when the Lord listened to a human being. Surely the Lord was fighting for Israel. End quote. I love when they were charged to not be afraid or discouraged. They were told to be strong and courageous. Verse 25. The five Amorite kings were also killed and the southern kingdoms were captured in chapter 10. I have to believe that I need to move in fear and do it scared for God because God is with me too. I am fighting to seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and to put him first in my life. I am going to go through opposition, but I have to believe that God will come through for me like he did for them. But I must be strong and courageous and move in fear for God. I love how in chapter 11, God tells them not to be afraid because God will hand them over to them. Verse 6. The Lord said to Joshua, do not be afraid of them because by this time tomorrow, I will hand all of them slain over to Israel. You are to hamstring their house horses and burn their chariots. Verse 7. So Joshua and his whole army came against them suddenly at the waters of Moron. M-E-R-O-M. And attacked them. Verse 8. And the Lord gave them into the hand of Israel. They defeated them and pursued them all the way to the greater Sidon. To Mashtraf. M-A-I-M. And to the value of Mizpath on the east until no survivors were left. End quote. The rest of the chapter shows that Joshua had victory because of God. I need to let God fight my battles and make sure that I am loving God through obedience and devotion to God. Chapter 12 had the list of kings that were defeated. It is great to keep a record of what God has done for me in the past so that I can move in fear and do it scared in the future. Plus, I want to create a testimony and give God all the glory. Even with all that celebration, there was more land to be taken over. In chapters 13, verse 1. I love how in verse 33, God tells the Levites that God is their inheritance. That is how I want to view my relationship with God. That God is my inheritance, my joy, my prize, my blessing, and my everything. Anything else that I get is just extra, but God is everything. The goal in life is to follow God wholeheartedly as it was mentioned in Joshua chapter 14 verses 8 and 9. Chapters 15, 16, and 17 discuss about the elements of the land. Judah received their first, their land first, Joshua 15, 1. The remaining Canaanites were unable to carry were unable to be carried out. Joshua 15:63. Joshua's tribe did not completely drive out the enemies like they were supposed to. Joshua 16:10. And complained that their land was too small. Joshua 17:14. They were also afraid to drive out the Canaanites. Joshua 17:16. This is why it's crucial to trust in God's power. <laughs> And take over the land, as it was mentioned in Joshua seventeen eighteen. I need to trust that God would get me out of whatever, out of whatever situation that I am in. Yeah, I have to believe that. 
I can easily look at the circumstance, past failures, my fear, potential consequences, and a sense of loss instead of fully trusting that God will handle it all. It is really convicting for me because there are many things that I still live in fear of. I love this question that Joshua asks in Joshua 18 verses, verse 3. So Joshua said to the Israelites, how long will you wait? Before you begin to take possession of the land that the Lord, the God, your ancestors has given you. End quote. I need to ask myself how long would I hold on to that sin or how long would I stay in fear? I must forsake all so that I can live for God freely and watch God work completely in my life. And that's basically the first part of the summary of the book of Joshua. I am going to be making a part two of... Um, of a summary of the book of Joshua and I hope you all will have a great day thank you for listening to Transform My Anxious Podcast and I hope you have a great day bye for now